Stevens, third and six. Hennessy throws again, another deep shot. Go! Makes the crowd inside the 30. Look, people ask me what the future is. All I know is I'll be doing this. All I know is things are moving quick. That's convenient for me, cause that's how I live. Now they see me out here moving up. You don't like me, that makes two of us. Time change, yeah, I can't adjust. Yo, it's who you are, not who you was. Oh my, yeah, just went to Europe. They said this single is working. I think I'm learning. I am way more than what people might think when they look on the surface. Hey guys, what and welcome to another purpose? episode yeah, of Draft Daily. Today I'm joined by Brett Whitefield of PFF. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at PFF underscore Brett. If, you, if the name sounds familiar, it's probably because you either follow him on Twitter, which you should be doing, or because he came on and broke down Darius guys with us earlier. He's been begging me to come back on the podcast, talk to him every day about prospects, so I had to have him back on. So, Brett, how are we doing today? I'm doing great, and I'm just really excited that you got my name right this time. Yeah, we talked about that. We've been friends for two years now. I talk to you all the time, and for some reason, I had been pronouncing it Whitfield, but it's Whitefield. So, look at that. We're already doing better than the last podcast. Today, we're going to talk about Michael Gallup. I know you're really high on him, and so is PFF, but I'm going to more focus on the reasons why you're high at him. So when you watch his tape, what stands out to you? You know, if you look at Michael Gallup from a, a physicality standpoint, he profiles as a as a number one wide receiver. He's he's big, he's strong. He's not overly big. I think he measured like six one, almost was it almost six two? No, almost six one, about two hundred and five pounds. So he's he definitely has a nice frame, um, but he's not so heavy that he's gonna be a clunker. And you can see the athleticism pop on field. Those are both things I really like. From like a play on the field standpoint, man, he is an incredibly smooth route runner. Um, I love his ability to get off of press. He uses his hands incredibly well, and he has great explosion out of his routes, out of his breaks. Um, he can stack up defenders really well. Um, has a really good feel for for his quarterback and driving back to the football. Um, all that stuff, I think those are traits that translate to the NFL really well. I want to say he... Per the PFF draft guide, he faced press coverage more than any receiver in the FBS this year. So he's used to beating press, which he will see a lot more in the NFL. A lot of college receivers coming into the NFL haven't seen a lot of press. So they're, you know, that's a learning point for them. And he's kind of already developed that. He's got really good hands at the line, really good feet. I mean, great acceleration. All those things combined, I think that makes him a, a really viable option to be a number one, number one wide receiver in the NFL. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think one of the routes that he was really good on his hitcher comebacks where he kind of sinks his hips and drives the defender off the route and creates an easy throwing lane. And I liked him after the catch as well. I thought he could catch the ball, turn the ball upfield, make some defenders miss. He has strength through contact. I don't necessarily want to call him a running back when he has the ball in his hand because he's not quite at that level, but he, he looked really good with the ball in his hands. I love about Gallup is his ability with the ball in his hands and just eating up yak. He gets a lot of yak, uh, 6.9 yards um, after the catch this year, he, uh, he averaged. He forced 20 missed tackles, which ranks first among draft eligible wide receivers. Um, I think it's just all over his tape. He's he's really good at not just making guys miss, but he's got a really good feel for on screen passes as blockers and setting up blockers. And I think you've mentioned that you know he kind of has a little bit of running back to him when he gets the ball in his hands, and I totally see that. I think that's great. Brett, you were down at the Senior Bowl, right? And so was Michael Gallup. Can you tell us what what your impressions were when you watched him live down there? Yeah, he in all the the one on one drills. I mean, he was fairly dominant. Um, I really liked what I saw. I thought the buzz coming out of Senior Bowl week would be a lot stronger than it was, but there were a few other good receivers showing. So I think kind of just stayed stayed where it was at. But uh, we graded him really well in all the team drills and in the game itself. So. Um, I was really impressed. He kind of just solidified what I, what I was seeing on tape. 
I thought competition a little bit stiffer at the Senior Bowl than probably what he was used to. So it was good to see him, you know, win against you know top top notch comp. Yeah, absolutely. Whenever you get a smaller school guy and he can go down the Senior Bowl and show that he can still compete and win at the same level he did against the, the smaller time guys, to me it makes me feel much more comfortable when a guy's coming from a, a smaller school like Colorado State. One of the things I noticed about him, and we'll, we'll talk about more of his strengths here in a second. But like he doesn't drop the ball, but I feel like he lets it into his body a lot. And this is one of those things that I wanted to ask you about. Is this a concern, or is it one of those things that because he doesn't drop the ball, it doesn't really matter that much? <laughs> yeah, that's. I, th- I feel like this debate is raging on Twitter as we speak. But definitely, I, I think on downfield passes, go routes, deep posts, some corner routes, I think he does struggle with tracking a little bit. And he, de- he definitely gets the ball into his body a lot when he doesn't necessarily have to. And on the drops that you do see, that is certainly why. It doesn't happen enough to really concern me, but I, I definitely think it's worth talking about. Yeah, I agree with you. It's one of those – Carlos Henderson, they talked about a lot of it last year too, that he body caught a lot of balls, and then you pointed to the fact that he didn't drop a lot of passes. But I think Gallup does have some issues tracking the ball, especially down the field like you mentioned where you know he could high point it or he could track it better, but then it gets into his body and then it gives an opportunity for the defender to knock it away as well. It's one of those things that's a, it's important, but it can be overblown. Because it's to me, it's one of those things where if it ain't broke, don't fix it necessarily. Where if you're never dropping the ball, then it's it's less of a big deal to me. But I, I think you told me before the podcast that Michael Gallup is wide receiver one for you or competing for wide receiver one. So if there was one thing about his game that you had to sell me on that he was the best at, what would it be? Uh, his route running. Easy. I, if you look at his college tape, especially this past year, he saw like the most press coverage of any receiver in the FBS. And he just routinely beat it. Um, I don't know exactly what his catch rate was in press, but I know he was super productive on press. And he is a, you know, his quickness and his acceleration out of his cuts is amazing. You mentioned the way he can sink his hips and kind of explode out of that. Shows up everywhere on his tape. He also, he can set DBs up really well with, with a bunch of different moves off of press. Um, he's got good feet, got good hands at the press. So all that stuff, I think that translates to the NFL. Add that to his yards after catch. He, he seems like a guy who has number one wide receiver traits to me, a guy who you can rely on you know, for short gains. He's, he really dominates in the intermediate part of the field, 10 to 19 yards, and I, I think he's a, he's a piece. He's, he's a, he could be a top piece in an offense. Yeah, I think he also has really good body control when you see him around the sidelines, but your point about press I think is incredibly important. One is a lot of these guys that come into the NFL have not seen press before, and when they do, they don't know how to use their hands against it, and he shows the ability to not only win with his feet, but with his hands, which is advanced for a receiver, and then you look at his production in his two years at Colorado State, one year caught 76 passes for 1,272 yards and 14 touchdowns, and the next year caught 100 balls for 1,400 yards and seven touchdowns. Like that, That's incredible production. And I understand he played against some lower-level competition too, but you watched him against Alabama, and I think he held his own and was able to beat Press a couple of times. He certainly lost a couple of times, but he, he, he won as much as he lost. You mentioned the wide receiver won, and that's the big debate with this class in general, right, is they're not the top-end guys. How many guys can be wide receiver ones? Do you think that he's a wide receiver one, or do you think he's most ideally suited for to be a wide receiver two? I think he's definitely suited to be a wide receiver one. Now that that comes with the caveat of he'll have to develop a little bit. You know, there's some things missing. You'd like to see him be, you know, be able to work the middle of the field a little bit more. I do think he has all the traits necessary to be a wide receiver one, and I think he's probably one of maybe two or three guys in this class that can. What are some of the concerns? I think we talked about letting the ball into his body. 
Is, is there any other concerns about his game for you? Yeah, uh, the the downfield stuff that I mentioned earlier, he doesn't, you know, for a guy that really dominated in college, that's one area he didn't have a whole lot of production. I think last year he was targeted on 36 go routes and he only caught 10 of them. Um, it's not, that's not an atrocious catch rate, but it's, it's pretty far down there. Um, I think a lot of that comes with the, the track, you know, the tracking stuff we mentioned and cause separation really isn't an issue for him. So it's, it's interesting. So I think the downfield stuff's a problem. We don't really have a ton of production over the middle of the field. Like I mentioned in the NFL, I feel like that's that's definitely more important in college because in college you have the wide hashes and you can really manipulate you know the edges of the field well. In the NFL, you have to use the middle of the field more, so I, I definitely would like to see him get better there. The the hands that you mentioned, I I think that you know his his uh, drop rate was so low, it's it's hard to really consider that a problem. But you do wonder on contested catches in the NFL with better DBs, stronger DBs, if, he'll, if that will be able to hold up. Yeah, that's when you start to bring in the catch radius questions, right? Where, you know, if he's going to let the ball into his body down the field, then is he going to be able to win those con- in those contested catch situations? And that that is a concern of mine. I think that's going to be something he struggles with, but I think he can improve in that area of his game. Uh, that, that would probably be my biggest question with him. And then, so when you watch his game, do you have a player that comes to mind, like, as a comparison? I do. I don't want people to hate me for this, but probably going to hate you regardless. So just go for it. <laughs> he reminds me a little bit of uh, Odell. Oh boy. Yeah. And not, not because of the contested catch stuff, but the way that they explode out of the routes, the route running really reminds me um, of each other. And then their ability after the catch, you know, you see Odell catch a slant route. He can, you know, he can potentially take that to the house. I see Gallup having the same effect, uh, really winning in his routes and then winning, um, after the catch so those two things they kind of they look very similar to me on tape they're pretty close in size too Gallup's a little bigger but do you think Gallup is that level of athlete I mean, we'll find out here in a couple of days when he runs some of the stuff but I thought he was a good athlete but not at that level yeah it wouldn't shock me if Gallup really did you know comparable to OBJ and the agi drills and and not so much in the the straight line stuff so yeah i think gallup will be good very athletic i don't think he's going to put up obj numbers though yeah people are going to hear that and they're definitely going to think that that's a bold one if i had to compare it to a player it would be anquan bolden uh young career anquan bolden because of his ability after the catch um he doesn't have quite the hands that anquan bolden does but you can move him in the slot you can play him outside and you can really take advantage of his ability after the catch and strength through contact I get what you're saying with Odell Beckham, though, because, again, I think his ability after the catch is big time. And that's what I was talking about earlier with the almost running back-like aspect to his game where he's got good acceleration. He can run through contact. He can make people miss. And we've seen receivers really excel in the NFL that can do those kind of things. Then you add in route running, and that's the kind of player that becomes successful no matter what. I view him more as a wide receiver two than a wide receiver one, but I can get why you're saying that if everything falls the right way, he projects with that kind of upside. Whenever you have a player in general, one of the important things is always his landing spot, right? Do you have a place you would like to see him go? Yeah, absolutely. Um, idealistically, I think Baltimore is a great spot for him, and not simply because they they need a um, uh, a wide receiver one, but mostly because I think he complements Joe Flacco really well. And I know you know Flacco takes plenty of heat on his own, but one of the one of the routes he throws best are those deep hitch routes, because his, his arm is so strong. And I think Gallup, that's his best route by far, hitches and comebacks. I think he could really thrive in in Baltimore system with Flacco throwing him the ball. Um, and I was actually just working some Flacco tape today for a, for a quarterback study we're doing at PFF. And I was just amazed at how accurate he is on those, on those deep hitch routes, like really deep 18, 20 yard hitch routes. And I think Gallup will, 
will dominate on those routes the next level. So I, I like Baltimore for landing spot. I also like Chicago because more for just need. That makes sense to me. The, the two that popped to my mind, and I, I used some of these for uh, James Washington as well, but Green Bay and Dallas, I think with Green Bay, it doesn't really necessarily matter what a receiver skill set is. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to be able to make it work, but you talked about that strong arm quarterback that can hit him 18, 20 yards down the field on those hitch routes. I think Rodgers could do that very well. On top of the fact that I'm guessing that Jordy Nelson and or Randall Cobb leave and whoever stays goes in the slot and they could use that number two wide receiver and he can kind of develop in Green Bay and not be forced into the number one role. And same logic of thinking with the Dallas Cowboys. I just want Dak Prescott to get a good route runner, kind of get a guy that can separate some more. So I think he would be a really good fit there. I totally agree with that. Dak likes to throw a lot of hitch routes too, so... Yeah, that's, that's one of the things you and I talked about last year was getting a receiver on a quarterback that's very comfortable throwing those route patterns. And it's one of the reasons, and I'm making this about Deshaun Watson real quick, but one of the things he really did well was those, those contested catch routes in college. And then he goes to a team with DeAndre Hopkins that's going to do that as well. And if you're going to get a receiver like last year's class with Mike Williams, you don't, draft, you don't want him to go to a team that isn't comfortable throwing those contested catch situations if that's how he wins best. So if you can find a quarterback like Dak Prescott, like Joe Flacco, that are going to throw these hitch routes terrifically, it's probably going to allow for Michael Gobb to have more success right away. Absolutely. So, Brad, I just want to thank you for joining us, man. I, I, I know you dropped a couple nuggets about the PFF draft guide. I've, I've looked through it some. It's, it's fantastic. Why don't you tell the people what you're working on and where they can find you? Sweet. So, yeah, on Twitter mostly right now, PFF underscore Brett. I'm fairly active during draft season, so... Um, you can follow me there. And also, I would strongly recommend, if you don't have the PFF Draft Guide, it comes with PFF Edge subscription, and it's very affordable. And if you message me on Twitter, I can probably hook you up with a promo code of some sort and get that knocked down a little bit for you. So go get it. It's definitely worth it. All the data plus our analysis, it's great stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I've looked through it, and it's fantastic. I mean, from spider charts to stats to their film analysis to grading to all the different stats that you constantly see on Twitter for people to debunk narratives. You can get all of that with PFF. So I, I highly encourage you, encourage uh, who's ever listening to to pick that up. Guys, he's Brett Whitefield. Again, Whitefield, not Whitfield. Don't want to mess that up again. He's Brett Whitefield. I'm Elliot Chris, hosting your Draft Daily Podcast. Uh, please check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Leave us a review, man. Everyone helps. And as always, guys, we really appreciate you listening. Thank you.